Jessica. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> so we're back for we the are. Sexy Scary Book Club. Yeah, and it's Halloween. Oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it will be won't hear it Halloween, on Halloween was yesterday. Um, but yes, we are recording on, on Halloween proper. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe we should have done a, a spooky ghost story or something, but it just sort of worked yeah. out this way. <laughs> I feel like the last like year and a half has been spooky enough. So we're good. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah, I actually was um, chatting with my coworker, and she's like, "You're kind of sensitive to stuff. Have you noticed like increased activity like over the last year and a half?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, I always notice shit like this time of year because it gets weird, but uh, I don't know. I'm curious if like people are noticing that because obviously there's a lot of um, transitioning over happening." <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I'm not sensitive to that sort of thing, and I also barely ever leave my house, so. Um, I guess my house isn't haunted. Yeah. <laughs> but beyond that, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Right. Yeah. But there's nothing ghosty in the book that we read at all. No, no. There's a lot of other things. A lot of yeah, other things like going on. Too much, maybe? Like they took three different fairy tales and smashed it into one book. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, so I mean what what are we talking about today? The Savage and the Swan. Yeah. Right? It came out in yeah, Ella Fields, and it came out on um, just this year, 2021, in, in July. Right. Um, and Ella Fields, I, this is the f- first book I've read by her. She doesn't normally write a paranormal romance, urban fantasy. Um, she's more of a, it looks like, contemporary romance novelist. Um, oh, really? I thought novelist. she did have another, like, fantasy themed one yeah i think she does have one other one like the okay. cold king or something like yeah, that the royal i kind of peeked at it i'm like do i want to maybe try that out who knows well we'll see my hesitation after we talk about this book. yeah i mean <laughs> my my book list is so long I, i'm not sure um based on That's the savage funny. and the swan that that some of her other titles are gonna make it on the list okay um, so i was curious like because you were kind of talking like you liked it we always try to keep you know, we try to keep it kind of private so we can discuss more on the podcast. And I know you read it really quick and it sucked you in. Yeah. So, I mean, I like it was a fast read. So obviously it held my interest. Um, And I was really jazzed about the prospect of, I mean, first of all, this is a standalone. Yeah. Which in the genre, like you just don't see that as much anymore. Um, almost always it's at least a trilogy, if not just an ongoing series. Um, and so I, I was very excited at the idea of, of a fully contained story and kind of what that looked like. Cause it's been so long since I've read one. Um, and you know, I, I still appreciated the fact that it was, and it, and it definitely, you know, had a beginning, middle and end. Um, but there was a lot going on. Like there was a lot she was trying to cram in there and mm-hmm. it didn't all need to be there. Like a lot no. of the stuff didn't ever really go anywhere. And so I'm not, I'm not sure why it didn't get cut in one of the edits. Yeah. I feel like the, if she had kept it cleaner, then there wouldn't be that need for more world building. But because she did bring in so many other elements, you felt like you were missing something. Cause you're like, I need, I need more explanation. I need to understand this better. In general, I didn't understand what the hell was going on most of the book, too. That was another one of my big problems. Just um, the writing was really hard to follow at times. But 
See, I didn't really get that, but when I was no. reading through the reviews, it definitely seems like that was a, a shared complaint. Okay, um, so it wasn't alone. <laughs> no, no. Um, and I will say that I agree. I think she, because of the fact maybe that she's newer to writing in this genre, um, she she needs to work on her world building skills a little bit, I think. I think it was... Yeah. Um, there were a lot of tropes and she didn't kind of fully flesh out any of them except for maybe the enemies to, to lovers stuff. But, you know, that's kind of every paranormal romance. Well, the two characters end up yeah. butting heads over something and then they have to overcome it in order to come together. Well, and this one, though, I really had problems with that. I am a big fan of the old enemy to lover, like, you know, setup, but... This guy kind of did something that, like, I just don't think is forgivable, and I was really hoping somehow it would be resolved or explained a little more other than just, you know, you did, your family did my family wrong, so I was, you know, raised. Justified. Right? I, like, I had to seek this vengeance. It was part of my path. Like, it had to be done, because um, it, it didn't. And I yeah, okay, really so, about so it. let's get into it. So we've got, you know, we've got the, the main characters. We have Opal who is um, the princess of the Gracewood line. And, yeah, and she's they, like, like the some... last heir because her brother had died in like a prior war. And so she, and she's Faye. So in this world, you've got Faye and you've got human. And apparently the Faye are also shapeshifters and yeah. magic-y. And the humans are, you know, just your average run-of-the-day right. humans. But then the villain, who is Dade, that's how I said his name, I don't know. I hate that name, <laughs> but yes, Dade, good old he, Dade. Or he introduces himself initially as Fang, Even which yeah. <laughs> ends up being one of his, you know, soldiers or friends. Um, bro Fang. Yeah, who, you know, we, we meet a couple of his kind of sidekicks, but we don't really get much from them, of course, because there's only one book, so you can't really <laughs> go on to develop these side characters as fully as you would be able to in an ongoing series. Um, but yes, so so Dade is the king, the, like, wolf king, king of wolves or blood king. Blood? Yeah, he's yeah, like the king of, um, oh, what's the... The Blood Kingdom or something. Yeah, what's it called? I, I don't know. There's down. lots of names that I got mixed up. Does it start with an N? Well, I think N Nadoya is Nadoya. like the name of the land. And it's split <laughs> between uh, Sinshell, which is where... Oh, Vordain. So Sinshell is like the part of the land where Opal and her fae kingdom resides. And then... Um, I just said it and I lost it again. Vordain is where the Blood King reigns. And he is also a, a shifter who shifts into this wolf, but he's winged a winged wolf. wolf so he can With fly. Horns or something. And it seems like his two friends that we meet, Fang and what's the other guy's name? I already forgot. 
they can also shift i think so there's like a percentage of the people from this land that are able to shift into these winged wolf creatures but not everybody can not everyone gets wings everybody can be a wolf oh, I think. okay 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 but yeah. not everyone can be a flying wolf exactly okay that takes some power right but then <laughs> opal's people they're fey they're like, like boring yeah i don't she never mentions any magic that her parents are capable of no and like her magic is like not to be spoken of because it's tied to some kind of prophecy and it's not good but there are oh, like okay i have yeah. no that's right i do kind of remember a prophecy i It'll was bring trying the to end figure of out the, like kingdom or something because like, of her which one <laughs> because she's a so black I, swan and yes. she i think the black swan is the thing that makes her like shush shush i don't think it's right. the gold weaving it could be Which, the gold like, weaving too let's talk about that for a minute so that was dumb <laughs> what did it not even have to do with anything I think that the author really likes black swans. <laughs> but what about the gold spinning? Yeah, I don't know. And that's why I said I think maybe that was something that was normal for them. Because there was, like, a lot of, like, mention of, like, them being, like, the sunshine and gold. and But I don't okay. know. Because we really don't hear about, like, her father's abilities. Wait, but yeah. wasn't her father... Like, her father wasn't what her parent the his wife's parents would have wanted for them that's right he was like a lower class because and they he ended was like up the just... son of a farrier or something i don't know yeah i can't remember but you're right she was supposed to marry somebody else and oh that's it here's another theme we get the yeah. the mate mate which is a big theme in in this genre so you know once you meet your mate it's like a force beyond you're fucked nature that's, your mate. Yeah, that's who you're <laughs> meant to be with whether you like them or not and so right? once and they... that was weird too because like i found myself questioning it i'm like are they mates is that what's happening here like the author wouldn't just like say it straight out i'm like you know like fang would show up or dade would show up in this tree which i also had a really hard time figuring out how that worked um and there was like this idea that there was some connection and they wanted to see each other and at that time, she didn't realize he was the wolf blood king or whatever. But, like, I, I don't, for the longest time, I couldn't, like, I just wanted the author to say straight out, we're mates or something, you know? Because <laughs> I was just like, yeah, what is going well, on? I mean, later in the story, at least from Dane's perspective, you learn that, that that's something that he recognized pretty early on. Or suspected, at least. Yeah, like he tasted her blood or something and knew. Yeah, but that's okay. So they meet in this hollowed out tree, which I don't understand. The, I guess the she goes the for cave. like yeah. So she goes there for solace because like nobody else knows about it, and it's it's a bridge between their lands. I guess the yeah, trunk because so it must the, be a really lands, big fucking tree, right? And their lands were like severed because that was part of like the Blood Kingdom taking their power back. Was like yeah, you can't access our land or something. And, like, somehow this tree connects to a cave, which makes them able to, like, pass into each other's lands. And I, yeah, yeah. I could not figure out how that worked for the life of me. I kept trying to, like, get the image and in my head. And if that's the case, like, why is this the first time that they're meeting? Because she runs to this place, like, in the first five pages of the book. So you get yeah, a sense that this is somewhere that she goes often to be alone. Um, so, like, did Dade and his people just discover it because <laughs> no, you get the sense too that dade's always known it's there right 
Unless he had just seeked it out, unless they're meeting. I kind of thought that it was going to be that he was, like, watching her from afar for, like, a period of time before. I don't know. They're coming together. It was very strange. (laughs) And then, of course, like, they they made a point of introducing into the story that she knew how to fight. But then that never comes back into play. And also, it didn't really. really seem like she did know how to fight. She fights a little. Like, there's that, like, great battle at the end, and she's, she does some fighting there, but, yeah. I don't know. I feel like she just had, the author had all these ideas of, like, things that she thought were really cool, and she put them in the book, and they are cool, but they needed mm-hmm. to be developed more. Yeah, I mean, here's here's the deal with this book. I did like it because there were, like, kernels of ideas that I found interesting, and, you know, the the world that she introduced is a bit of a mess, but there are interesting things about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I hate to push for that. It always needs to be a series or there always needs to be more books. Cause I don't think that's the case. Um, but in, in this case, she really needed to simplify things in order to, to, to make it a standalone. There was just yeah. too much that went unexplained for me to call it a successful story at the end of the day. Yeah, I think you actually asked me, you're like, does it wrap up? Like, is it truly a standalone? I'm like, it is, but there's definitely more that could be done, you know? <laughs> Was it really a satisfying wrap up? I don't know. Yeah, so you kind of touched on it earlier. So, so yeah, so they meet, they have maybe like two or three meetings where she doesn't know who he really is. Um, oh, one thing we didn't talk about. Um, so why does she run to the tree in the first place? So she like overhears a conversation between her mom and dad that they are working on arranging a marriage um, for her to the human prince, Prince Braun. Yeah. And I'm like, also, that's another thing I'm confused about. Like, is she unhappy about this prospect? Because it kind of seems like she's, interested in him she was okay with him like she was flirting a little she thought he smelled okay uh <laughs> there was some like there's a little bit of like hint at like they didn't actually kiss or was there like a brush of lips it may have been like a kiss on the cheek or something like that yeah but so anyway like why like, so she ran away because she overheard this news so that would kind of infer that she was upset about the idea of being married oh, off but then she was okay so i remember now it was made clear that like the humans are not fond of the fae and this was a marriage just to kind of like form some type of an alliance but her parents were sure that she was being set up to be in a marriage where she would be mistreated you know for as long as her life is because she has a very long life um so that's why she was kind of like shit this isn't going to be great okay so maybe but then like, once she we was meet- the prince he's okay kind of well yeah for a time yeah right so yeah he comes to visit and it's like i don't know he was a weird character too yeah i don't know like i don't know if he was there to be some sort of misdirection to where you're like oh wait like is this her guy or is a thing at the time is that her guy you know i don't i don't really know why we didn't spend enough time with him to we didn't spend enough time with the humans to really understand their motivations or what they were all about, but they quickly became like the villains of the story, which sort I thought of. that's interesting too. Like, can you <laughs> make humans the villains. villains of book? Like we're, we're all humans that are reading this series. So. Well, and I don't really understand like what was their skin in the game? 
too. I don't know either. I thought that was strange. I mean, he we've got... So the Blood King, the whole... Everybody hates him because for years since this big war that they had where the former king and queen were killed, they've had this vendetta against all the other realms, and he has just kind of been annihilating and, and taking over. Taking and so, like... One these two kingdoms are the only ones that are left. And so that's why there there needs to be a marriage between the two of them so that it can show the two kingdoms that they've come together to... Stronger. Yeah, which also kind of didn't really seem necessary at the end of the day. Because, like, no. they have a common enemy. So also, their enemy seems to be kind of, like, badass. Like, I don't really know if having a whole bunch of humans added on to some of these whatever they're called, the other fae, um, are going to, like, really make that impressive of a stand. Like, Yeah, well, I guess that's my point. I don't really know why the, uh, the marriage wasn't, like, what is that going to do to further your cause? Because it seems like... Yeah. I mean, I guess because, like you said, the humans don't like the fae, so maybe the marriage between the two of them would make them more likely to work together. I don't well, know. It goes for resources, too, I think. I mean, isn't that what all alliances are about, ultimately? Sure, sure. But yeah, it was just thrown in there. And you're kind of like, what is this? What's his name? Bran? Bran. Bran? Like, what yeah. is he doing? And I really think he was just there to, like, give Dade, like, a moment of redemption to show that, like, he wasn't like Bran. I guess so. I mean, it, he was, yeah, he was a really, like, half-formed character, to me. Yeah. Well, he was um, human. He didn't have a lot of like development at all, and he was young, and uh, you know, he drank a little too much and tried to get rough with her. And that was like the whole point of his storyline. That was it, right? And then Dade was pissed. Yeah. So I don't even remember what happened before this. So we learn that she's able to to turn into a swan. Yeah. I think we learn that she's able to spin gold before we learn that she's. Yeah, so she has the ability when, like, she's feeling lots of emotions, I think. It's kind of what we figured out. Um, She, like, weaves gold. Yeah, but she can't do it on command, or she doesn't know how... She doesn't know how to do it. It's just something that's sort of happened on a handful of occasions in her life. Right, because she knows nothing about, like, any of her magic, because they don't talk about it. So that that makes sense. But So then that makes it seem like she's the only one that has any. I think she is. But they're fae. I don't know. It's I don't know. Confusing. There's a lot of things in this book. <laughs> but anyways, she after they meet a few times, she ends up turning into a swan and flying off. Oh, because her after <laughs> fly away. Yeah, after after the the prince comes to visit, they're like, "Oh, it was really dangerous that you came, so we're gonna give you a private escort back to your lands." And Opal's father goes with them to kind of help protect on the journey and somehow she like senses that something's wrong because they are taking too long to get home is that why and then so she turns into the swan to go kind of investigate what happened to the traveling party it's that or it's she sees evidence that troops came through her secret little cave i can't remember if that's later on or if that's this it could she, be. She sees some like nuts that they only eat in oh, right. the Blood Kingdom, <laughs> and that's when right. she knows that Dade has. Yeah, I think that is when it all comes together because then she goes, she sees the battle, 
she mm-hmm. sees that date is actually the wolf king and then freaking like takes out her dad's heart and eats it and kills him yeah well, and then we're he supposed didn't to really eat that. it. We learn later. He spit yeah, it Yeah, like, and the, what, was, what was that bullshit? Like, oh, you can forgive me because I didn't actually eat your dad's heart. I did kill him and slaughter him, and I'm not sorry. But I didn't eat his heart. I showed restraint because I thought of you. Yeah. I mean, I the, like she's that. doing a, a lot of, uh, of heavy lifting to show that he's just this irredeemable monster who has yeah. been bred for nothing but vengeance. Um, and does not have the ability to like be compassionate or love or compromise or any of that he's just all kill yeah conquer revenge and yeah so that's you kind of touched on i assume that's what you touched on earlier when you were saying he did something that was pretty unforgivable like that that you killed her dad like you can't get over that right well i think that it's possible that you could get over that but you would really need to learn something about the father character that made the him yes in a major way you did learn later on that he is in fact the one that was responsible for killing dade's parents See, I was confused by that, too. I couldn't figure out if it was him or if it was his parents. I I was so confused. Everyone thought that it was his parents, but that was like a retelling of history because I don't Uh, know why, because then it would have made her father more of a target. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why why that misdirect was even there. And it didn't matter, though, because they knew all along the truth. Yes. They weren't really covering up anything. Right. Yeah, I don't know who they were covering it up for. Like, why it would have mattered. So many questions in this book. Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) I agree. Like, she had a good relationship with her father for all intents and purposes. Like, they were a loving family. I mean, I guess there was that secret that was being kept from Opal that, you know, the reason for killing Date's parents wasn't what she was raised to believe it was because they were evil. they were more evil than they were. Yeah, but, but really, I mean, it did was... imply that his parents, like his dad, was kind of crazy, right? Or did he go crazy because they killed the mother? No, because they killed him first, and then the mom went to like avenge his death, and then then she got killed. Yeah, I don't know. It's all really foggy. Like, there's just too much. There's too much. There was there's too much that was introduced to remember that never went anywhere. Or didn't really seem to have any significance to right the the plot or like the outcome but yeah so that's pretty unforgivable unless you know opal and her father had had some sort of strained relationship or he was abusive to her or yeah something but or she was like being manipulated on a super major level not just like we're gonna rewrite the story a teeny bit but it wasn't like it was loving and like he did teach her to like hide her powers. But even that he did in like a really sweet, loving way. Like he called her like bunny or something like that. Honey like, bee. Honey bee. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was all about a bee. And that, oh, yeah, that was another thing that, that happens at the end. They try to like, she tries to tie in like, oh, I know why he said a bee. Because if I use my power, I'll die or something. <laughs> like when a bee stings. Oh, right. Yeah. And I was like, that what? was dumb what's happening here i don't know you're right that was confusing yeah but i would forgive all of this if 
I felt like the attraction between them was like really like tantalizing and hot and I really enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't at all. Yeah. Well, I I kept coming back to Poppy and Hawk. Because yes. it seems like a very similar like setup where, you know, the guy is like introducing himself as somebody that he's really not in order yeah. to like disarm her, get her t- to trust him. And then, you know, the reveal is that he's like her ultimate enemy. Right. But at that point it's too late because the bonds of attraction have already cemented. And like Poppy at least like she fights back a little bit. Like there's a there's there's a story there of how they get to where they they get to. Like this, she's like, well, I'm just gonna like play along because that's how I can be most powerful. Like I'll just go along with it. And like Yeah, and that seemed really wishy-washy to it me. Really because did. you never got you never got that manipulation. No. Like she said that that's what she was gonna do, but then all of their scenes together, you never got any internal dialogue from her that it was a manipulation. It was like every time yeah. she was just falling further into it. She just wanted to roll with little fuckboy. <laughs> like that's really all it was at the end. Like yeah. there was no like she was in. Like he had her. Like there was no like manipulation there at all. There was no her like saving the day or doing it for the kingdom. I'm sorry. Like I don't think that's how it came across at all, but... Yeah, well, and they just never really gave... They didn't have, like, an adequate amount of time to fall in love. No. It was, like, there from the start. Like, I never saw any pushback against it from either of them, really. No, she was like, oh, yeah, okay. I really like the way he smells. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can't fight that. (laughs) Right. So, so she ends up getting kidnapped by the humans, because she goes there under the guise of them providing her safety after her father is killed because they're not they don't have adequate forces to do it in um Sinshell where she lives. And so she goes there thinking she's going to be like their guest and at this point we're like is the marriage between her and Prince Bronn going to happen? I don't know. Yeah. Um but as soon as she gets there, it becomes really evident that she's being held hostage. She's Rapunzel. Yes. They put her in a tower Rapunzel and they force her to weave gold. So she's still, still skin. skin, too. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, what? But I mean, I guess in really, like, even though she's the one that is doing the gold weaving, like, Dade would be the Rumpelstiltskin character. <laughs> right. And that's what's so confusing, because you're like, who's, who's who? <laughs> right. So he, he, like, sends her at the human kingdom and so he like shows up at her window and is like what are you doing in here like why don't you just turn into a oh that was you as the swan i thought i saw you when i ripped your dad's heart out Uh, no hard feelings right (laughs) what are you doing here how come you don't just like turn into a swan and fly away because Um, i must it's my woman's work (laughs) yeah i guess i don't yeah i guess she's still hoping to secure a, a marriage yeah, it, so it, it was another thing. That weird. whole part like didn't need to be there. No. Other than to, I guess, give give Dade an opportunity to show you that he is trying to help her, and he's like, not he a racist. Ends up rescuing her. Yeah, yeah. So he like somehow. So she tries to explain to the queen that she can't spin gold just because she wants to. That's not how it works. Like, she doesn't know how she does it. It's happened accidentally. 
And the queen's like, well, you better figure it out. I'm locking you in the room with this trunk full of garments that, you know, you need to put gold thread in all of them so we can sell them and make a bunch of money for our kingdom. And so somehow Dade is able to, like, lend power to her. her Yeah, Yeah. by holding, like, by touching, by holding her hand. So she's able to, like, weave gold into all of these garments. Right. And that is their love story. They fall in love while holding hands and weaving gold. And, yeah, and and they, like, talk and they learn a little bit more about each other. But, yeah, so for, like, three nights this happens. Yes. And And then then Rolfoy gets drunk and tries to rape her. And then she's like, I'm out. I can't. I'm not going to hang with this human. I mean, sort of. It seems like she didn't really want to leave. But (sighs) Dade decided that that was the last straw and he was going to kidnap her from her kidnappers. So So she's doubly kidnapped. She kidnapped her all along. Like, there should never have been Braun. It should have just been that story. Like, he kidnapped her. We can And the gold weaving didn't need to be a part of the story at all because it really didn't do anything. She didn't need that ability in any way, shape, or form to save herself no. or save the kingdoms. Like, I thought that was going to come back. No, it's didn't. And it never did. Like, in fact, I don't think they even talked about it again after he kidnapped The only her. way it came back is that there were ships of humans that got away and Dade was pissed because he didn't get to slaughter them all. And they took her gold weaving and went to sell it somewhere else in some other exotic land that we... Who cares? ...did not visit. Yeah. And that would be... Maybe you would need that if you were going to continue the story, but you're not. You're doing a standalone, so there's no reason to have that in there. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah. But anyways, now we, we've got him out of the picture, kind of. He comes back a little bit. Yeah, well, Dade ends up, like, kidnapping him. Yeah. A lot of kidnapping. When he's coming to try to, is like, is it because he was apprehended on their land trying to get Opal back? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, he was trying to get Opal back. But so anyway, he kidnaps her. She's living in the, like, blood castle. Turns out it's actually quite nice inside. It looks really, like, gnarly on the outside. But inside, it's really lovely. And there's lots of nice people. And you make right, and they're all and, treated well. And nobody's yeah. being held hostage. And and everyone seems to know and acknowledge that she's his mate, even though nobody says it. So they're all treating her quite nicely. Well, I don't see why they would care anyway. No, oh, I guess because of, one. yeah, I guess because th- her family killed their... Yeah, well, and his bros, like, want to eat her. Because they think swan tastes good or something. There's oh, jokes yeah, about that. Yeah. Which is really weird. I, also, that's one of my pet peeves. That, like, I'm this, like, crazy, like, whatever he is. Wolf King. He should be, like, refined. And then they always have, like, these bros around. Like, Twilight did that, too. Like, you know, I've talked about this before. Where it's, like, you've got these, like, alpha males that are supposed to be, like, so otherworldly. But they're still, like, broing. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I think it's a lack of world building ability. Yeah. Because if you're making, if you're making a whole new world that doesn't play by the same rules as the human world, then there has to be like a culture. Yeah. Around how people are and how they relate to one another and bros is their history yeah it's not it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense yeah they have relationships that makes sense you can do that (laughs) they have that series where they all they have a bunch of sex workers oh yeah they're all hanging out in this room partying and 
And yeah. he's just watching. Dan's because just he's watching. a virgin. He's a virgin. <laughs> that was so weird. I'm like, you can't make the like alpha king wolf blood whatever he is a virgin and then their first like love scene i was so confused i'm like was that sex what just happened no he just like prematurely ejaculated on her and that was supposed to be hot yes i don't i'm sorry look nothing against nothing against everyone's a virgin at some point and i'm not trying to say that you know like just because you're an alpha male that means you have had to have had a bunch of meaningless sex with women but I guess that is what I'm saying. Because We're working with a certain genre here. We have expectations. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Your natural instincts can only take you so far. Like, I, I know. don't want to read about two virgins that are figuring out how to fuck each how other. Yeah. And they somehow are just, like, really good at it. Right? And then they're, like, so shocked. And by, like, oh, we're so good. Like, and there's no awkwardness or... Yeah, uh, failed experiments or just any of those like right. things that you go through when you're um, figuring out two new sex. Tactics. I like how she's just all like, "Oh yeah, his warm seed is like spilling on me," and like, "Yay, I'm so content just lying here with my ruined gown." I'm like, "This is weird." Yeah, <laughs> like a yeah. ruined gown could be hot if you actually got kind of ruined, but you didn't. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. I the first kiss when we're back in the tree and he's like this is the first time I've done that I'm like well ew yeah. <laughs> I, I know I kept hoping that would be a lie because he tells a lot of lies he does like repeatedly he like kind of um betrays her but that one yeah, wasn't a as lie. he should that as that character should and yeah. also like he if we're really meant to believe that he's been bred for vengeance alone and he's got this uncle character who's really like fueled that ideology in his life and he's treated him cruelly and he's, you know, anytime he's leaned toward emotion or feeling something growing up, he was, you know, punished for that because it got him off track and everything was a distraction. Um, that's not really the character that we're seeing when we go to his world. He seems to be pretty beloved by all. Yeah. So that doesn't really track to me. Like, I get it if you want to have this character who maybe at their heart is good, but they've not had the opportunity to let that side of themselves flourish because of the way that they've been brought up. Like, that's interesting. That's an interesting character to start with. Mm-hmm. but you have to have everything in his world kind of support that. And he wouldn't be liked. There would be nothing no, likable no. about him. He wouldn't have bros, that's for sure. Like, you know, and like, even like all the women in the castle, like they respect him. They love him, you know? Yeah, he would yeah, be you're cruel. Right, it doesn't add up. He would be cruel like his uncle. Right. Nobody likes his uncle. <laughs> so, you know? Yeah. He does. He has, you know, some sort of, Talk about killing like father figures. I get, that was weird. Like the uncle should have died, and I would have understood if that That's if the uncle I'm would have saying. been like the father type character with Opal, and he died. Then okay, I it. maybe could have forgiven Dade for killing him. Yeah, but uh, what? And you never come back to the uncle either. Like he no, tries he to just, kill like, goes Opal. off to like 
I, what does he do? He like goes off into like lead to, like, an expedition. Be a- like help repair some of the kingdoms that That's right. they ended up um slaughtering that he yeah. goes to help like the rebuilding efforts but where's his evolution there is like what where was his lesson to not be an asshole <laughs> you know well even the way he portrays himself is like with opal he's like i'm doing it because he doesn't know any better like in his mind he was doing the right thing by like you know plucking out all her feathers and trying to start a war I, like he did it like his voice was compassionate which i was like this makes no sense i'm so confused by these characters yeah he yeah i agree he was yeah. because she knew she wanted him to end up being like a a salvaged character like a, a good character right who has some sort of redemption at the end and she did try to redeem them a little bit by showing that they weren't actually slaughtering everyone in these villages they were meeting they were actually giving them like a place to come. Like if they had like skills or, you know, if they could bring something to the community. That's problematic in its own way. So uh, problematic. And I'm know, like, this is supposed to be redemption? Cause this is some twisted shit if you ask me. Yeah. Also it's like, okay, so they're slaves. Like they're, they don't have a choice to go back to their, well, where they were from. Slaves because they do get paid. So they're indentured servants then. Kinda, yeah. Because what's their choice? Death. Death. <laughs> so, you know, that's not, it's not like they have free will. No. And it's like, come to this place, but you'll soon discover that we're actually much more civilized than you think. And you can be in this happy Shangri-La. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just, I, I don't know that I'm buying that, you know, they get there and settle and then they're all like, everything's hunky-dory because oh actually it's better here than it was where i was from before so it's cool that no. you totally slaughtered right well and you like if you're there like obviously you lost loved ones that got slaughtered but now you're supposed to be okay like there would be a resistance forming no doubt or at least like something unhappiness i don't know right no they're all like so happy because they have like baked pies and dresses like <laughs> It's very weird. Yeah, it is very weird. Um, we oh, we meet the little people. So she goes, Opal goes into this maze, um, and there's like, I guess they're Fay, like little Fay, little Fay, and she ends up making friends with them and has tea parties. And this seems to really annoy Dade. This is such a theme. Like we. Well, we just saw this, I think, in the last series we read. It's like this idea of someone that sees and values the little, the little magic people, and then they build a friendship, and then the little magic people end up being kind of badass, and they end up helping out in the end to their new friend. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess we saw that with Mac yep. when she became the Fae Queen, and the little like elemental fairies were like, "Oh, yep. our queen, let it's us back into similar. the fold." <laughs> And they did end up. They had, did. They did end up doing something. Those yeah. little fae. I forget yeah, they what did. now. They help. In the end, they the some, they help with fire. Or, oh, and fever. Yeah, they help the abbey. Yeah, and then she, in they, this, they help the final battle. Like they yes, help them yes. actually win. Yeah. So so, Dade proposes to Opal because he says, "Oh, you know, this is sort of like they wanted you to marry the human prince to unite that side." 
now we're going to get married and that'll show our people that, you know, there can be peace and that the war is over. And, you know, Dade, I guess, is so enchanted and enamored by Opal that he agrees that if she marries him, that he will stop the fighting. And that really. his, like, lust for vengeance will... <laughs> but he's be... still planning an attack. Like, he's full of shit. Like, he's yeah. not... Well, they get permission from Opal's mom, because I guess that is necessary. <laughs> he <laughs> wanted important. that because he wanted it to be, like, legit. Like, he needed it to, like, people to see that it was recognized and accepted, because that would help with the, like, you know, reconciliation between the two kingdoms. Yes. Even and though he just, like, slaughtered their king right. and ate his heart. But, yes, or did was... eat his heart. I'm sorry. He showed restraint. <laughs> yeah, so even though... Opal's mom is, you know, heartbroken because her mate has just died at the hands of this guy. She says, okay, fine, you can get married, but my condition is that it has to be at our, at our castle. Yes. And so Dade is like, I smell a trap. And so while he tells Opal that, you know, it's just going to be the two of us, it's going to be a private ceremony... And I'm not, you know, I'm going to leave all my troops behind. He's he's secretly kind of amassing his army to, like, break up into these different legions to be positioned kind of on the outskirts of Sinshell so that they've got backup if the shit goes down. Yeah. Which it does, and of course. Goes down. Yeah. yeah. So we learn. Oh, yeah, the mom was getting her vengeance. Sure. And, like, why shouldn't she? For, yeah. for starters, she doesn't know Opal's feelings. She doesn't know that Opal has fallen right. in love. She believes that Opal has been kidnapped and is being forced to do this. Yeah, so she, I mean, we don't learn this until the shit goes down. But she ends up contacting the, the human king and queen. And they decide they're going to, like, hatch a plan between the, the two um, countries. I don't know, whatever, Kingdom. realms, kingdoms, kingdoms, yeah, that's a better word. Um, and they're going to invade um, Vordain because they know that even though Dade said he was just going to come alone, that he can't be trusted. And so he's. they know he's going to bring his forces with him, and that will leave his kingdom underprotected. Yeah. And so they're going to use this opportunity to set that shit on fire. <laughs> And also kill Dade when his, yeah. like, guard is down. Yeah, but then they, like, trap him in some kind of spell because we have another character. Right. Who's this broad? She's some, she lives Witch? there and she's a, like, she's like an oracle type of And character. I'm sorry, did I catch wind of that they she were had lovers. a relationship with the mom? Yes, which I'm okay. like, why the hell is that in there? I mean, I guess <laughs> cool. I know, I liked I think I liked it. Like, all right, like, yeah, let's do this. But, like, it was such... It turns out that the the king, when he mated with her, she realized that that was his mate, took her away from this woman that was this... I should, what, she's like a sorceress or something. You want to know what would have been much more interesting? As if she, she was the away. mate. Yeah, exactly. And that also would have given... That would have painted Opal's father in a worse light if that had been like an arranged marriage, and all yeah. along, like the queen's mate was this sorceress lady. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's you know, there so still wouldn't have been time to like explore there. Yeah, <laughs> there still wouldn't have been time in like a standalone book to make that satisfying. But yeah. 
how weird to bring that up again. Right. And well, that was why she like made this like impenetrable cage that could keep the wolf king contained. I guess, sure. Could have just yeah, catered her so or something. <laughs> but then, like, but then Opal's like trapped in there with him because she tries to protect him because she loves him. Right. And she's a swan in there. So now everyone knows she's the black swan. Mm -hmm. And like, which so again her... doesn't really seem to matter. No. Like, cares. I don't know. Like, her being the swan wasn't what saved anyone. No. It, well, it, she was just part of that prophecy. And like, she did eventually, like, in a way, destroy the kingdoms because she brought them together so they were united instead of two separate kingdoms i guess but what does her being a swan have to do with that i told you they, the author just likes swans yeah that was the only had thing some sort of relevance like yeah. they should she should have figured out a way for her to have something in her swan form that was going to be the key to what united them I think she just really liked the idea of a vulnerable swan and a wolf falling in love, like a beauty. In yeah, the I'm sure that was like the kernel from which this world. She, she saw a picture evolved. in her head. Yeah, <laughs> but just go with that then. Simplify. Yeah, pick. Because make also a reason we, for her to I be a saw, swan. I saw in the reviews there was a lot of like, oh, Persephone and Hades, and I'm like, not really. No, I didn't get that at all. I guess because she's like light and he's dark and she, he, kidnapped he kidnapped her. her. And I guess the, there is some claim in Greek mythology that Persephone does end up falling in love with Hades at the end. But she spends like six months of the year in with hell mom, with him right? and then six months of the year, yeah, with in the light. Top. That was like the compromise that they reached or something, which that yeah. didn't come into play. I still don't really see the connection there, but. And I wanted Dade's world to be a lot different. I wanted yeah. there to be some sort, like, it seemed like, yes, you, they were saying, like, oh, you know, the food's better here. Yes, <laughs> or like. The food's better. <laughs> this is clearly a place of joy. Yeah, Only happy but I wanted it good to food. be. We all know that. I wanted it to be different. I wanted each kingdom to have their own, like, unique flavor. And there was yeah. no time spent. Like, I don't even know what's cook what's cooking in Opal's realm. Like, we know the food's good there, too, because they make up. And, you know, that's another trope. Better of, like, than human fae, food. Yeah. Fae yeah. versus human food. That's a that's a trope. You know, you're not supposed to eat anything when you're in fairy because then basically you'll never be able to be sustained we by human food again. Yeah. Um. So, like, that that is another uh thing that's touched on when the prince comes to visit initially in, in the book is like oh you know you shouldn't eat the food here because it'll the wine and, and such will spoil you for you know what yeah. you have to go back to eating in your kingdom Whatever. Anyway, lots of lots of stuff brought up but then not circled right. back to or explained in any way or having any relevance to the story um <laughs> so yeah i mean i guess the more i talk about it the more i'm like no i didn't like this yeah. I liked the idea of it, though. Like, I... Yeah, I don't know. It had enough to make you want to keep reading, but... Yeah, I don't... I don't... Like, I always think, like, would I recommend this book? I don't think that I would. Because, like, even, like, sometimes no. I like a quick hot mess that's a little trashy, like, and I like it, and I will recommend it. This well, one doesn't really have anything. Enough. There's nothing. Yeah, it doesn't have anything that would make me think, like, this is a good little quick read if you just want something to hit a spot 
It tries to hit too many spots, and then it ends up hitting no spots. Yeah, I will say that, like, I do... I do enjoy her writing. I, I think she's a good writer. I I she am kind edited. of Yeah, I am kind of I don't really read contemporary romance, but I am kind of curious to mm-hmm. see what she does with one of those stories. She I, had. I guess I would say like I would be willing to read more from her. Yeah. In this genre. Cause I feel like she she could she can tell a good story there's a potential there for sure and like i there was a moment i was reading and i was like damn that is good um she was talking about i think they were in battle and like there are people that hadn't quite died yet but she's like they were fighting like they were already like soil that belonged to the land Hmm. i'm like i thought that was amazing i was like wow that is kudos right so there were these beautiful moments and like like you said she does have moments in her writing that are just like really really beautiful and and well done so yeah i think i would read if she continues to go down this like genre i would probably try to read some more and see if she gets there because there's other authors that i did not love in the beginning and then they flourished into amazing like paranormal romance urban fantasy authors so yeah and everybody's got to start somewhere i mean especially when you're trying out a new genre like you might just because you're a successful writer in one doesn't mean you're going to nail it right out of the gate Right. Yeah. And I think she was probably really excited to write this kind of book. And that's why we're seeing so many different tropes. And we're like, oh my gosh, you've got to pick one, like, or maybe three. You can pick three. <laughs> you can pick three if you're going to do a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, that's what it is. Like, it really should have been a longer series. Yeah. Um, and look, like, I, uh, so you said, you know, you always kind of look at it as, would I recommend this book to somebody else? I might, honestly recommend it to somebody who doesn't normally read this genre because I would I'm always looking for a standalone because you don't yeah. you might not necessarily want to recommend like a three four book series to somebody who's never read fantasy or paranormal romance before because that might be a, too big of a, an ask yeah I just don't think that you should recommend a book just because it's a standalone like that shouldn't be its redeeming yeah. quality no, well, and yeah, I agree with that. But I just, to me, I think there's enough. I, I still enjoyed reading this for all of its I still gave it faults. three stars, which means well, like. there you go. That's, five. Yeah, that means like there's something here. There's definitely yeah. something here. I just didn't, it didn't knock my socks off and there's some problems. <laughs> yeah, I read a lot of reviews because in season one, we had that idea to like every book read a good review and a bad review and we kind of petered out on that just because we ended up talking about the full fever series <laughs> we had our own things to say too so. <laughs> well yeah that but also it's like it's hard to find reviews of like specific books that aren't just kind of talking about the series as as a whole yeah absolutely. um and so I thought, oh, you know, we're doing a standalone or we're going to kind of try to do a different format for this season. So let's go back to that. But uh, I read a lot of reviews and I just didn't like find anything yeah. that inspired me to want to read it on the podcast. I mean, you know, I think on Goodreads, it had like 55% of the reviews were five star, um, huh. which is like, or maybe it could have been Amazon, a little high for my thoughts on that yeah um, and I think it was only like I want to say like 22 percent were one star so you know yeah I wouldn't remaining were star. somewhere in the middle 
No, I wouldn't give yeah. it one star, and I certainly wouldn't give it five stars. I think I'm probably no. right there with you. I'd say three, maybe three and a half, if I'm being real generous. Because um, I yeah. did read it quickly. Like, I was uh, more right, interested in reading that than watching TV, um, which is <laughs> something. I'm in the middle of my Outlander uh, rewatch because the next season is coming out in Jeez, January. Never, never dived into that one. I tried watching yeah, a I couple think- episodes. We might have to do at least the first book. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about they're very long. They're very long. Um, Uh, But I was thinking as as using that as one of our kind of prompts for the season as like giving each other a book assignment for something that we like but the other person has never read before. And that might be. Oh, you did read the first one. Okay, I read the first one. Suck you in enough to do the the whole series. No, because it's so long. They are long. And I am so alone. I'm really alone in this world. I don't love Jamie Fraser. Like, he... Oh, okay. He's all right. Yeah, like, I... (laughs) This is so dumb. But, like, when they first introduced him... I actually remember this book really well, so I know it's (laughs) well-written. I remember they introduced him, and he's, like, this young guy in the corner. And, like, I just always was, like, young, like young little guy in the corner that don't do it for not me little me the burly <laughs> older one with the beard i want that guy yeah you're more of the dougal you like to dougal yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely so i was just kind of like huh huh yeah. that's gonna be the guy huh all right <laughs> yeah uh, okay anyways that's neither here nor there guess. we didn't even finish this book though there's a big battle yeah, yeah. um Bron comes out he like he somehow defeats um Dayton which I think is very strange oh I just said his his special name is Dayton which that was oh dumb right yeah he gives it her his full name which is <laughs> quite an honor one and more letter <laughs> Dade N Dade mm-hmm. N not Dade but anyways <laughs> he dies pretty much like he's he's on deathbed on death on death's door let's do it that way <laughs> She steps in and was like, no, my great love, this can't happen. Suddenly she has healing golden power that comes out of her because she's the bee and she's putting all of her healing venom into him. And then she almost dies. I guess she gold spins him then, but not really. She gold spins him back together. And then, yeah, and also heals his heart Mm -hmm. because he now knows love. Right. And she doesn't die. (laughs) She just is like messed up in a bed for a long time. And then she finally wakes up and he finally settles down and they have some sex and that is the end. Right. And he and he <laughs> makes her a, a room full of um clothing to to mend. Because <laughs> she really likes mm-hmm. mending. I guess that's their <laughs> Oh. Well, because that's he moves her out of her room and into mending. his room. Yeah. And the her gesture room... is the merging of their rooms. Right. But then but he, he still also is giving stuff. her all the things that she likes. Yeah. Because he sees when he goes to when he goes back to her kingdom when they get married he's you know picking around her room and he's seeing all of the things that she likes like she mixes her own perfumes or her own oils for perfume and she loves to mend because i guess that's what her people do they mend they mend they have a passion for mending they're healers (laughs) they fix broken things oh right there's a big there's a what's the word (laughs) metaphor there um yeah, so then it then it ends. And I gotta say, if I'm talking about tropes, because she's she loves to throw in all these tropes, I'm shocked that Opal didn't end up pregnant at the end. Because I really yeah. thought... <laughs> I mean, if you usually have a virgin, you have a baby at the end for yeah. sure. So. Yeah, so I was surprised about that. Um, 
Yeah, so then I guess everybody lives happily ever after. But not really, because Braun's still out there, and there's still boats with Opal's golden thread sent to another kingdom that could cause a ruckus in the future. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And they're trying to... Oh, and because Dade and Dade's kingdom does get attacked pretty pretty harshly, um, they're working on rebuilding that. Right. But they're yeah. working together, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's just kind of a bleh ending. Yeah. Also, I think like that's all well and good, but if you've got all of these different kingdoms that have been that much at odds for years and years, I like I think happy. it's gonna, t- and you just got attacked by one of them. So I think yeah. just because these two people got married, I I think there's a lot of other diplomatic right. shit you guys are gonna have to be dealing with. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then the queen's supposed to be okay because she's back with her sorceress lover. I guess. Is she? Like, they the never sorcerer, really... Yeah, she has some, like, loyalty to her and stays with her. Hmm. Well, she was I a cool really character. I would have loved to see more about her. She had, like, The sorceress? And... Yeah. 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 Let's, have a sp- let's have a spinoff book that's, like, the mom and the sorceress lady finding yeah. their way back to each other. Yeah. And then she also, like, that was a weird component of this book too, where it's like um, Opal goes to see her to like find out if her fate has changed. And then the woman's like, yes, somebody else has your fate. Now someone else owns your fate. And basically it's implied that like Dade had come earlier and spoken to her as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Before they got married and learned that like their fate was tied. So I think that is really where he knew for sure that they were mates, but it was never really explained. It was also, it was like that other book you said, like she keeps her like cards really close. Like it was the same kind of thing where I'm just kind of like, I can't tell exactly what's going on, mm-hmm. but I can kind of guess just because I've read a lot of these books. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, and I, yeah, that was the other thing I think, I think I read this, I read that to bleed crystal bloom right before mm-hmm. this and they both had a really similar tone. They're both kind of dark. And so like, I think I, it was harder for me to get into this. I think I mm-hmm. needed something else in between those two, but. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to talk about to bleed a crystal bloom ever, but like I I got the impression that you kind of felt the same way about that book that you did about this book in terms of how much you enjoyed it. Yeah, that one too is just kind of twisted. I will say I'm more excited about it. that one because there's more to come. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious how like the relationship, I don't, well, there's going to be a spoiler. Yeah. Stop listening right now if you're reading that book. <laughs> Um, so I'm curious to see how the relationship evolves between her and that guy that she's going off with because Mm -hmm. she has to, Mm -hmm. um, there's more to work with there. Yeah, well, and there's still some ambiguity there, um, much like, uh, the Sarah J. Mass books that she loves to give you a misdirect on who the guy is going to be in the first book. Yeah, I'm wondering if we're getting that, but then I do kind of like this tortured, like, yeah, uh, I don't remember his name already. I, yeah, I know. These are the things I have to go back and write down because it's like once yeah. I get into the next book, the last book is a mere shadow in my memory. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, that was that one. And I did. I was going through quotes. And the only one that I found was only because I was critiquing the quote because she says it's Arini on Goodreads. And she says, talking about Dade, he's murderous, possessive and great in bed. Basically, he's the perfect antihero and the best part about this book. I do agree that he was the best character, but as we know, I'm not sure about this great in bed comment. <laughs> it's like, was he great in bed? I don't, 
I don't know. I mean, he How probably did that to get it in there, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. It, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like I my know. alphas to have a bit more experience. Yeah. And he had that possessiveness that I I do like. He was very, like, assured in himself, which is nice. But like, Yeah, I did like how he did not enjoy any time he knew the prince had gotten near her. Yeah. Oh, he didn't like, like he, that Yeah, at all. he touched you. You got, like, I, I'm going to have to, like, lick all over you now to get his scent off. There was this weird licking thing that I wasn't totally opposed to. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, there were some spicy scenes in this There's book. Some spice. Yeah. Um, I love a good finger bang scene. Love it. I'm here was for there it. a finger bang scene? Yeah, I don't even there was. Oh, yeah. I mean, but see, that's what in... made me think like it was like teenagers. Like, yeah. there's like, well, yes, I like some fingering when it's a foreplay thing and you get you get the dick in there. And afterward. then you still get the grand, yeah, <laughs> the grand oh, show. I don't know. There was a good fingering scene in To Bleed a Crystal Bloom that there was no dick yet. And I, I was, well, I thought that was hot. That one was hot because yeah. that was a completely different dynamic. I didn't enjoy so much that he was, like, a father figure. That was weird. It was weird, right? Like, I'm like, is this going to be the love interest? Like, this father figure? I mean, clearly, they've got some sexual chemistry between the two of them. Um, But yes, again, like, this is the difference between a standalone and an ongoing series, is you've got as much time as you want, almost too much time, to, like, build that up. Um and learn more about the relationship dynamic between these two characters before they're one unit, you know, yeah. before they're mated. Um, even with, like, uh, I just got done reading, finally, Sarah J. Mass, The Court of Silver Flames. That's the story of Nesta and Cassian, the kind of yeah, spinoff characters. That. Um, but you know, technically that's kind of a standalone in terms of it being their story, but she also had the benefit of them being characters in the Court of Thorn and Roses universe. So they've had a dynamic that's been kind of addressed before this book starts. And so I do understand the challenge of having to build a world, have these characters meet get to know each other, come together. It's that's a, it's a tall order for one yeah. book to yeah. do it successfully. And to be honest, like, can, is there even a, a standalone that you can think of? <laughs> yes. Okay, what is it? There is one. It's this random little gem of a book that I love. I read it right after Twilight many years ago. It's called Under the Blood Red Moon by Mina Hepson, and it's a vampire story, and I love it, and it's a standalone, and I reread it about every three years. So. Oh, well, maybe we should cover that in season two, just yeah, for let's read it. an example of a successfully yeah. done one. It's good. Um, it's complete. It's like a, a period piece. It's kind of cool. So, All right. Well, that's what we're doing next then. Sweet. <laughs> I'm ready to read that we book. Talk, I love that book. We talked about, you know, oh, what are we going to do next? So guys, like, we don't know. Um, th- I guess that's it for The Savage and the Swan. Yeah. I give it three and a half stars out of five. Jessica gives it three stars. Three. Maybe three. we should come up with some fun rating rating uh, scale so that we can do this okay. with each of the books that we um, that we read this season. Okay. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but for now, Sounds it's good. you know we'll we'll say it's going to be out of five whatevers. I say three and a half. You say three. Well, um, if I get like percentages, I would say two point seven five. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> sure. All right. That's fair. Um, but yeah, we're not, we don't necessarily want to do like a review of a book every week. Um, we talked about, you know, discussing different themes and picking books that address those themes or doing like top five lists, looking at kind of like your top five alpha males or your top five kind of supporting characters in a, in a world. So, you know, we're, we're going to play around with the format this season. Um, but, you know, we thought that it would be fun to start, to start off with kind of a standalone books yeah. since you don't see those very often um, we'll do another one next yeah we'll do another one next yeah i mean this is good this is like a theme so we did one that maybe wasn't quite successful and now we're gonna look at one that at least jessica would say i hope is. you hate it because what an interesting <laughs> little conversation that would be <laughs> yeah so yeah we'll tackle that next um All right. And then, yeah, kind of go from there. And again, you know, if you guys like want to want us to talk about something specific, if, or there's a book that you are dying to to have us read and, and talk about that you loved or hated, um, please email us and and let us know, and and we'd be happy to yeah. take a look at it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's fun to be back. It's nice to see you so again. Happy to see your face. <laughs> yeah, I'm over um, this. Uh you know, life. Yeah. Not life in no. general. Life in <laughs> general is dark. great. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm over um, the, the way that it's been. Yeah. The, it's <laughs> kind of separate, separate from the world aspect yeah. of it. But honestly, uh, this is great for us because we're both really good at being flakes and not scheduling things. So this way we can easily see each other. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's about yeah. getting back. Yeah. We didn't necessarily mean to take such a long hiatus, but yeah, we're both. We did. We did. And but now fine. we're here. Honestly, like I was so pleased to be able to read something besides fever books after we finished yes. last season that I've just been reading away. I had lots on my list and I've been. What's your favorite thing you read out. while we weren't reading podcast books? Oh, that's a good, you know, I, I loved to bleed a crystal bloom. You I think really that like may that have been my time. favorite book that I read. Um, nice. I look forward to talking about it. It is going to be an ongoing series. Um, so, you know, I don't know that we'll get to it this, this, uh, this season, but I oh, also no. read the Gilded Crown of Gilded Bones, which is the oh. latest, um, yeah. So I, I love, I, uh, I think I, I read that one. That was the first thing I read. I, I loved it. I love that world. I absolutely love that world. That's probably maybe my favorite world outside of the fever universe. Wow um in this entire genre I absolutely love it um but that may have not have been my favorite of the three that are out so far <laughs> okay but I am very excited for the next book and she just released uh Jennifer Armentrout that is just released a um a kind of prequel that talks oh. about the maiden that has been referenced in that world that that came along before Poppy Maybe I should read that and then reread the Poppy and Pock because I tried to re read the one that came out and I was like, Lisa, I don't remember any of this. Who is this person? I don't remember this. Yeah. I don't, anyway, I haven't read that yet. It just came out this month, earlier All in right. the month. Um, my friend Elaine is reading it right now and she says it's great. So it's definitely on my list. Uh, right cool. now I'm I'm in the middle of the latest um, Deadlands book, Badlands. Oh yeah, I forgot. I got to read that too. Yeah, Sarah or Sarah. Stephanie. 
No. Right? Stacy. Stacy Marie, Marie Brown. <laughs> yes. <thanks>. Sorry. <laughs> we love like you. like one of our favorites. You know? <laughs> I know. I just, I have a bad memory. Um, right. Yeah. So in the middle of that, and I love, I love her worlds too. Yeah. She gets the benefit. It's a series, but she gets the benefit of kind of expanding upon a world that has already been created. Um, so She's this got good spice. I like yeah. her spice a lot. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, it's probably worth mentioning because we're probably going to do a reread this season. She, the Darkness series, which was the first, they made spicy. Uh, yeah, the first installment of her world that she's gone on to have the Lightness and now the Badlands universe. Um, she has added some more spice between the main characters, and so it, it'll definitely be interesting to go back and do a reread to see how much spicier they got. <laughs> what kind of pepper are we talking <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah so we we might cover that this season as well um but anyway yeah so say again what are we doing next week i already forgot under the blood red moon okay i'm pretty sure that's the correct title what's the author? the author is mina hepson mina hepson she never wrote anything else after it and mm-hmm. it's so sad well sometimes you just have one story you gotta tell i guess yeah all right well we will see you next time thank you it's nice to be back thanks for joining us and we'll do it again next time (laughs) this has been another episode of the sexy scary book club with your hosts lisa and jessica we have more episodes available on apple podcasts stitcher spotify or wherever you pod If you like us and want to hear more, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram, at SexyScaryBook, or send us an email and tell us what you think at SexyScaryBookClub at gmail.com.